prayed for revival. You've read about reformation. It's time to start a revolution. God's business revolution is starting now. Join us as we talk about God using business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketplace leaders. Let's talk about God using you. Welcome to God's business revolution. One of the things we need to remember, and I want to chat for a few minutes about stewarding the prophetic or stewarding a calling in your life. You, If you're given a calling, if you're given a prophetic word, if you're given a mandate, you're given a task, you have to steward that task. You have to take care of it. You have to nourish it, much like just like a far, much like a farmer does a garden. You have to nourish it. You have to steward it. Okay, just like you steward your finances, you have to steward a gift. You have to steward the prophetic gift or the prophetic calling or the calling on your life. There's several ways to do that. I want to touch really briefly on one of the ways to do that. Um, I'm going to give you the challenges and I'm going to give you, tell you how to overcome the challenges. And again, this isn't the solution for everything. This is a solution. One of the things you have to realize when you get in this situation is that oftentimes there are barriers. Those barriers can be real barriers. Those barriers can be excuses. In fact, I break down these barriers into four different things into two different categories. And these two categories I call uh, illegitimate excuses and legitimate excuses. Um, the two illegitimate excuses are some barriers or excuses that you have. The first one is your worth. In other words, that you literally don't have value, that you can't solve a problem, that you can't do anything, that you're not worthy. And so that can come from many places. That can come from school, from family, from church. Um, you know, it's not you, it's not your role. Uh, why should you be doing that? Somebody else should be doing that. Well, I'm sorry, that doesn't make any difference. God is very clear on what your worth is. He is so clear what your worth is that he bankrupted heaven for you. Now, oftentimes people say, Tim, do you have a scripture to back that up? The whole Bible, the whole Bible was about your personal redemption story. You got that? God bankrupted heaven for you. The entire Bible says you are worth it. And God has given you so much as a child of the king. The second illegitimate excuse is operational, where maybe this is you don't have time or you can't get it done or you can't do something. Well, there's two things you need to know. One, forget the time excuse. We all have 24 hours in the day. So the time excuse goes out the window because we all have the same amount of time. So that excuse is illegitimate because everybody's in the same page. Now, if you can't do something, that's a different story. Now, operational has to do with logistical and planning and administration and that type of thing. One of the things you need to remember from an operational standpoint is that if you can't do something, someone else can. This is when you rely on somebody else. This is when you maybe hire somebody or you barter something out. I have bartered out business business arrangements before where I will work with somebody and help them and they're helping me on some marketing type of thing. So if there's if you can't do it, somebody else can. So quit being controlling and trust God in the process. All right. So, worth and operational, those are the first two. Those are the illegitimate excuses. The second two excuses are more legitimate excuses. 
The first one I'm going to call revelational. Now, revelational, I call it that because you something has not been revealed to you yet. And it's very important that you have been revealed this path that needs to be discovered or this path that needs to be disclosed to you. Because it's this revealing of this path that you need. Now, for example, the book of Revelation is basically the revealing of this map of the end times. Well, what you need to be revealed is what you need, your, the path that you need to take for yourself. Well, it's, it's not necessarily your fault that it's not been revealed to you. However, you do need to search and you do need to look for it. Not having this path is a legitimate excuse, but let's get over it and let's legitimately get rid of this excuse because this path needs to be discovered. It's a map or a process of how to get there. Now, listen to this carefully. In fact, you may want to write this down. A map represents your logical will of a desire to get somewhere. A map represents your logical will of a desire to get somewhere. You've taken this desire and you have put it on paper logically so that now you know how to get from point A to point B. We'll come back to that in a second. The fourth excuse or the fourth barrier that needs to be removed is often divine. Well, the biggest divine excuse is the fact that, quite frankly, you need your Heavenly Father to love you. You need Jesus in your life and you need to know the saving grace of Christ because that's huge. It really is. And I challenge you to explore that if you don't personally know the saving grace of Jesus Christ. For Christians, this divine excuse that exists means that there's a barrier between you and God. And there's all kinds of things in Scripture to talk about different barriers. But the main one that I want to talk about really briefly is I want to talk about seeking God. I want to share with you a mistake that I made by reading an excerpt here. Uh, Let me see if I can find this exact paragraph here uh, that I want to that I want to share with you you know when trying to figure out his plan for me I I kept making the same mistake over and over again in life I kept trying to get ahead of God see God promises us many things but they're all in his timing now western culture has created a microwave society that thinks we should get what we want now God doesn't work that way Abraham and Sarah got ahead of God while waiting for Isaac. Someone had the bright idea that Hagar needed to fill in for Sarah to help God out. And the result was Ishmael. Many believe that we're still paying a steep price for that decision today. How would the world be different without an Ishmael? Or what Ishmaels have you created in your life? You see, Abraham did not rest in God. Abraham failed to abide in the promise. In fact, he got restless and jumped the line. Abraham, one of the most faith-filled, if not the most faith-filled man next to Jesus, failed to rest and relax in the faith he had. Resting is not necessarily sleeping or stopping. It's akin to abiding or having a deep confidence in God. This is where we need to spend time, resting and abiding in God. Read John 15 when you get a chance. If we step back, don't get ahead of God and let him work amazing things take place. When we get ahead of him, we leave his covering and it costs us dearly. Dear, it costs us dearly. I know firsthand how much getting ahead of God costs you and how expensive leaving his covering can be. 
Now, to be concise, I know what it looks like to crash and burn. To crash and burn in life and careers and relationships because I got ahead of God. It hurts. Now, see, resting in God is simple. Resting in God requires purity. I was raised to believe that purity was something not to be obtained on earth and therefore not to be pursued. Biblically, we wouldn't receive purity until we got to heaven or until Christ returned. But there was a conflict there. Christ is returning for a pure bride. So I was trying to figure out this conflict, and I didn't realize the value of purity until I stepped out from under God's covering one of those times I got ahead of him. I left purity in the dust. The result, I still grieve today. No one was physically hurt, but disappointment for multiple parties involved, uh, that would be an understatement. Purity is the absence of idols. An idol is anything that takes the place of God. So what are you pursuing instead of God? Are you pursuing the promise instead of, instead, of, instead of pursuing and abiding in God, the one who gave you the promise? Are you emotionally pursuing counterfeit comforts? Now, Robia Scott, in her book uh, called Counterfeit Comforts, explores how we pursue things that make us comfortable instead of pursuing the comforter. It is, it's a great read. I would highly suggest it. See, anything we put ahead of God makes us impure. In both Ephesians 5 and Galatians chapter 5, Paul lists impurity and being unclean uh, on the same level. In other words, putting idols ahead of God in that impure format puts us in the same level as sexual immorality. Idols in the same level as sexual, sexual immorality, putting things ahead of God in the same way. See, the law says not to have any other gods before him. Jesus said the greatest commandment was to love God first with every fiber of your being. This is purity. Now, are you pursuing something ahead of God? Are you substituting something to give you the comforts or results? Are you are you substituting something to give you the comfort or results you desire? Your desire should be God. Now, to partake in the biggest paradox of Canaan economics, you must surrender in purity to the one who has control over the economic system in which you wish to partake. Pursuing any other economic system is pursuing a counterfeit. Pursuing the goal instead of, instead of God is idolatry. Counterintuitive, yes it is, but it's life-changing. So especially with these second two, not to mention the first two, how do you know, how do you figure out how to get around these barriers? How do you find the, the how do you get the map revealed to you? How do you get that path revealed? And how can you be guided through this divine, through these divine barriers to make sure that you're on the, you're on the right page? Well, and actually the first two as well, how do you know, how can you be guided to know your worth and guided to know your operational, uh, your operational challenges and, and solutions? One of the ways and the best way to find that out is with a mentor. Now, really quickly, there are three types of mentors. There is a virtual mentor. Virtual mentor is teaching that you listen to, maybe this. There is a virtual mentor, maybe a program that you buy or a book that you read. A sermon that you listen to, that is a virtual mentor. A personal mentor is somebody who steps in with you and helps make it happen. They guide you along the way. It's very specific to you. It's a person who is there for you. We've lost this art of mentorship. What's what's amazing is that all of a sudden it's a new buzzword again. Mentorship is coming up everywhere. Robia Scott, who I mentioned a few minutes ago, has a new mentorship program that she started recently. GoDaddy, the website company, has got this whole thing now where they have a, a, a mentor program called the Go-Gators. And you can sign up to be mentored and be a mentor. The last type of mentor is an archetype mentor. 
The archetype mentor is God himself, is Jesus Christ. Jesus was our prime example of how to be mentored by the Father. He was our prime example of being, of being a mentor. He was both mentored and, and mentoring others at the same time. And he is our prime example to look, to look to at that. So first of all, to find a mentor, you need to do two things. And this t- could take a lot longer to explain, but I have to share this now very briefly. To find a mentor first, be a mentor and be ready, for, be ready to be mentored. Again, be a mentor, give, be ready to be mentored, be teachable. Be willing to give and be teachable. When you look for a mentor, this mentor shows up in your life. Make sure that both your personal mentor and you are both tied into the archetype mentor, that you are on the exact same page, that you're looking forward to the archetype mentor, Jesus, to know exactly how to be mentored by the Father and to mentor and to mentor, mentor others. That's very important. You see, that mentor will help you step into a place where you can find this map of this process and have it be revealed to you. They can guide you as a spiritual father or mother through the divine challenges, the divine challenges that you have. They can, they can walk with you through your worth and through the operational worth, operational, revelational, divine. That spells the solution, W-O-R-D, word. Jesus Christ, that's, that's your solution to those, to those barriers and those excuses that you have. So your mentor and you need to work together. I highly suggest that you find a mentor in one way or another and that you work with them to help overcome. Again, this is just one of the ways to step, in, step into a calling that you have or to step into something you're supposed to be doing or, step, or, to, or to steward a prophetic word over your life. This is just one way. Heavenly Father, I would ask and I pray, Lord, that you would allow people to be mentored and to be a mentor, that you would allow them to have mentors come in their lives, that you would allow them to be ready for mentors, that they would understand and see their barriers, that they would understand and see the map of the process that needs to be discovered. Lord, I ask that in your holy, holy, holy way, that you pour your Holy Spirit into people's lives, especially those listening to this right now, that you pour into their lives, Heavenly Father, exactly what they need. Lord, whether it be a mentor or whether it be an extra set of eyes, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you. Thank Thank you for that. In the name of Jesus Christ. As I finish up, let me finish up with an encouraging word from a mentor. You ever see those, you ever see those uh, corn mazes or you see maybe a maze on one of those reality programs on TV where the maze is taller than the person and a person has to find their way through that maze. The best person to find their way through that maze is not even somebody who's been through it before. But it's somebody who's 50 feet off the ground looking down and telling you which way to go. That's where a mentor comes in. That's where the archetype mentorship comes in. That's why you need a mentor. So that you can see that path fully and wholly revealed to you. God bless you guys. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining God's Business Revolution. Be sure to follow us on social media and online at www.godsbusinessrevolution.com.